Hello everyone and welcome to Nice Today FC. I'm Josh Taylor and for this episode we'll recap the latest player signs for the past couple weeks and I'll share you some news around Nisa, Nisa Nation, and of course the affiliated leagues. And of course for my final thoughts I'm going to share with you my preseason recap. If you remember guys we're only two and a half weeks away from kickoff for Nisa. And I can't wait. And I'm sure you can't wait either. So let's get right to the show. Welcome back to the show, guys. I hope everyone had a nice and uh, safe weekend now that we're kind of entering the spring for most places. Up here in Chicago, it's been crazy. I went to the Chicago Fire FC home against Orlando City this past weekend. On Saturday, beautiful weather. It was 70 degrees. And today, we're recording a podcast on a Monday, and it is snowing today. So, so what a difference a 48 hours makes, huh? But I had fun at the game. Got to catch up with some of my former coworkers for Chicago House Athletic Club. So it was cool catching up with my friends from the house. And I also worked on uh, the interviews, editing them up and posting them. So I hope you guys enjoyed our interviews with Brian Sykes from Savannah Clovers FC and Jonathan Rednauer from Nisa Nation. I do have an interview planned for this Friday now that we're on the topic, but I will reveal who that is at the end of the show. So you'll have to write it out on this one, okay, guys? All right, well, let's get into the player signings from the past couple weeks. And let's start with Flower City Union. They have signed Jay Lee. He's a winger. And he played most recently with Michigan Stars FC. Steven Ortiz. They added another goalkeeper. He played at Real Madrid FC. Quentin Carey. He's a midfielder. Played for the LA Force this past season. Lucas Fernandez, he's a midfielder. He played at Pittsburgh Riverhounds Soccer Club over at the USL Championship. Hunter Casel, he's a midfielder. And they also added a defender, Andre Dimidev. He is he played for the Rochester Lancers. They also added Nikai Kid De Point. He is a center back, and he had played at OVF. Alliance, and he's also a Rochester native. So Flower City Union, they pretty much have their roster set for the season. They added a lot of players uh, with Rochester ties, some players that have played in other soccer leagues, as I mentioned, players that played in the USL Championship and played in Europe. And I've seen their stuff on social media with their practices and, and, and training and everything, and this team looks really good, and I think they're going to be a fun team to watch and see. Uh, I know they're going to have their home opener in a few weeks against AC Syracuse Pulse, and I'm going to look forward to watching the Flower State Union and see how they do this year in NISA in their debut. Now let's talk about the LA Force. They have brought back Alex Caldwell, a defender. Of course, last year he suffered a, a knee injury 
and missed most of the year. He's now coming back to the team, so good to see him be back with the LA Force. Samuel Goni, no surprise there. He he was doing really well with Nisa in the in the fall with the LA Force. Played with the FC Golden State uh, in Nisa Nation after LA Force concluded the fall season. So Samuel Goni bringing him back is big news for LA Force because he's going to be expected to carry uh, the attack up front now that Christian Cheney has moved on to USL League One, Central Valley Fuego FC. Now, they also brought back goalkeeper Kifi Kalini Cabrera, and they've also signed Eder Guerrero. He's a midfielder. Sean Reynolds, defender. And they also brought back Moja Hale for LA Force. Let's go over to Chattanooga. Chattanooga FC. They have signed former Detroit City FC forward Roddy Green who had played five seasons for Detroit City FC. And this is a big deal, guys, because, you know, Roddy Green, he was a seller player for Detroit City FC. I was kind of surprised they didn't keep him when they were moving up to USL Championship. But, hey, so it turns out it's going to be Chattanooga FC's gain. And I read the, the press release. Roddy Green, he, he talked about possibly playing at Chattanooga FC at some point, and he's faced against them as a member of Detroit City for many times, and now he's going to play on the other side. He looks very excited. So Chattanooga FC, that's definitely another signing that I'm definitely going to keep my eye on as we approach kickoff for the spring season. Now, Chattanooga FC is not done yet. They also added the top rookie from the top 10 Division I soccer programs, Missouri State University. They added defender Greg Stratton. Now, Stratton, he led the school uh, to an undefeated conference championship, uh, NCAA tournament appearance. And he also led him to a 17-2 record in his senior season. Chattanooga FC also signed former European first team and USL championship forward Luke Ferreira. He played with the Colorado Springs Switchbacks FC in the USL championship. And he also played in Norway with FK Jerv. Now let's go over to California again for their newest team, Bay Cities FC. They've been in the news lately with a lot of new signings. Christian Dean, former MLS and USL defender, they've signed him. They've also signed John Portita, David Kinnear, Jacob Penner, Danny Turjan, Jacob Goyen, Alfonso Laura, Anthony Orendian, and Adolfo Trujillo. They are the players that have been officially signed by the club so far. And of course, Bay Cities has also been in preseason. So I would expect that they're going to sign more trialists as we get closer to their debut in NISA in a couple weeks. Cal United Strikers FC, they only made one signing within the past couple weeks. They signed former Stumptown AC midfielder Luis Garcia Sosa. And this is a big move for Cal United Strikers FC. Luis Garcia Sosa, he had scored four goals and added two assists during his time with Stumptown AC last season. Albion San Diego, formerly 1904 FC, they finally announced some signings. Of course, a couple weeks ago, they announced in their coaching staff. Now they're finally getting to the players. So the first player that I saw they announced that they have signed is Harold Hanson. He's a right back, but he can also play on the wing. He played with the Portland Timbers. So he's bringing in that MLS experience 
which is going to be huge for this team as they are now doing a new era for this new team. And well, I shouldn't say new team. I mean, how beyond San Diego was a youth team. They have a presence there in San Diego. Now they have a pro team to bring under that umbrella. So it'll be interesting to see how this will play out. All right. The next signing they announced is Edward Puga. He is a midfielder. He played in Denmark and he also played for the Cuban national team. And one more sign they have here is Jonathan Bezes. I hope I pronounced that right. He is a midfielder and he played with the Chile under 20 team. And he also most recently played for Cedar Stars Academy. Now, Chicago House AC will not play in Nisa Pro this year, but their midfielder and captain, Drew Connor, announced a couple weeks ago that he was going to leave the club, citing that the uncertainty around the club's future uh, as the main reason to leave. But it did not take Drew Connor long to find a new home as he's going back to a familiar place. He's going to sign with Ford Madison FC for the 2022 season over in USL League One. And look for Drew Connor. Happy he's going to carry on his career. Drew Connor, of course, he played at the University of Wisconsin. He's going back to a familiar territory, played for Madison FC, and going to try to get Ford Madison back into contending for the playoffs. I know for Madison FC, they had a really tough year last year, but the expectations are high. So that team, they expect to bounce back and compete for a USL League One title. And finally, for the latest signings, former New Amsterdam FC and New York Cosmos defender, Chavon John Brown has signed with USL championship side, El Paso, Locomotive. All right, let's head into the news segment of the show. Bay Cities FC announced that their women's team will join the United Women's Soccer League 2 for the 2022 season. The women's team does plan to join the UWS First Division in 2023. We got some news out of the NISA affiliated leagues. Let's start with the Mountain Premier League first. They made some uh, team announcements this past week on who will be playing in the league this year. Let's start with Colorado Springs FC, Club El Azul, Peak 11 FC, Colorado Mountain FC, Bright Stars Colorado, and Sporting Colorado Ice are all the teams that have been announced that will be joining the MPL East Division. Now, the Mountain Premier League, that was announced a couple years ago that they were the affiliated league with NISA. Now, they haven't played the last couple years due to COVID, but now that they're planning to be back and play games this year, they have already announced their teams for the East Division. I would expect they're going to announce teams for the West Division soon, and from what I've read, I believe they plan to start playing within the next month. So very excited to see the Mountain Premier League kick off and get things going. Let's talk about another NISA-affiliated league, this time the Eastern Premier Soccer League. They announced the return of Motorik FC Alexandria, and they will be playing in the Mid-Atlantic Conference. According to the Knights Who Say NISA podcast, 
they posted a tweet on March 4th that they got word that former Chattanooga FC head coach Peter Fuller will be leading AC Syracuse Pulse as the manager for the new expansion club. Now, I did see this rumor a couple weeks ago on Reddit, but was figuring maybe you might hear something between then and now. Now we got word from Nigel Sanisa podcast, and as of recording this podcast on Monday, we have not heard anything officially from the club, but I would have to imagine we have to get an official announcement soon because kickoff is literally two and a half weeks away, guys, and March 26th is going to be here before you know it. Now, speaking of rumors, I did see another rumor on Reddit, this time relating to a possible new expansion team joining NISA. Now, I saw on Reddit last week that Capo FC will join NISA Pro next year. Now, on the team website, when I did a little research on this and on Facebook, it claims on those pages that they will be joining NISA. And on the website, <clears throat> on the header page, it says Capo FC Pro Team is coming in spring 2023. Now, this team was FC Capistrano, who are in the UPSL. They kind of gone through a rebrand as they joined Nisa Nation. And now they are going to be known as Capo FC. And they're going to play in Nisa Nation this year, but plans to join Nisa Pro in 2023. Now, haven't heard anything officially from the league, but I would think that if that's the case, they'll probably make this announcement probably in the next few months or so. Now, I do recall that when I spoke with the managing director of Nisa Nation, Jonathan Rednauer, he talked about how Nisa Nation, how it's kind of being used as a stepping stone for clubs that have aspirations to go pro and basically be an incubator for that league. And he also gave us a timeline of some clubs that have aspirations to go pro to kind of evaluate their options, staying in Nisa Nation and making those preparations to go to pro. And it looks like Capo FC may be one of those clubs currently based in Nisa Nation's Southwest region that plans to move up. But we'll have to wait and see if we get an official announcement in the next few months. Now, I don't know if you guys have been on the NISA website recently, but I checked it today and I noticed that on their header where they have all the team's logos, there is a 1000 Oaks FC logo that just popped up down there. Now, it's listed in between the Atlanta NISA logo and the Providence NISA logo. But as I expected, when I clicked on it, it just redirects to the league website and besides the press release back in december when the league made the announcement that they were approved to join the league i haven't seen anything yet but that may be a like a placeholder thing and i'm sure they're probably gonna get their website up and running announce some of their front office staff and then have social media and get their twitter facebook instagram up and running and that way fans kind of know what's going on but that was just something I noticed. So you guys should check out the NISA website and share your thoughts on social media. Let me know what you think. 
Now, one more thing to wrap up the news segment. I know this is not a Nisa related news, but it's a big deal. We did have the U.S. soccer AGM this past weekend. It was a presidential election. And of course, Sidney Parlo Cohn was reelected to a four year term. And look, guys, I, I know Carlos Cordero also ran to kind of take his old seat back. But look, Sidney Parlocone was to me the only option in this choice. There was no way they could go back to Carlos Cordero after what happened a couple years ago and how that situation ended with the U.S. women's national team with that letter. And, you know, U.S. soccer's had to do some kind of deep soul searching because of that. They managed to get a settlement agreed with the U.S. women's national team players. And they also announced a TV deal with Turner and HBO Max. Still don't know how I feel about that deal for the U.S. soccer, but, you know, that was something that Sidney Parlocone was able to get taken care of before the election. And I, once that got situated, I felt pretty confident that Sidney Parlocone was going to get reelected. I think the biggest surprise was just how close it was. Like she just narrowly beat out Carlos Cordero to keep the U.S. soccer president position. So you still sense the inner strife, the inner rift with the U.S. Soccer Federation. Hopefully over time that will get sorted out. But in the meantime, I hope the leagues, whether it's, you know, with NISA, USL, MLS, probably not so much MLS, but at least NISA have those conversations with the U.S. Soccer Federation about PLS and all these hot topic issues. And we'll just have to see how it all plays out. Well, guys, for my final thoughts, this is another preseason recap. And Flower City Union, they played a training friendly. That's what they posted on their Twitter page. Against Syracuse University's men's soccer team on Sunday. No score updates on that one, but I figured it's probably a closed-door scrimmage. And usually with closed-door scrimmages, you don't get score updates. But it's nice to see after training and everything. I know we've seen on their uh, YouTube series, Behind the Union. Now they're playing getting some scrimmages and maybe a couple preseason games right before the season starts. Bay City's FC, they lost 3-1 to one to the Pacific University men's soccer team. On Sunday, their next preseason game will be on March 9th against the San Jose Earthquakes, followed by another preseason match against Menlo College Oaks on March 12th. Cal United Strikers FC, they played a preseason match against LA Galaxy 2, also known as Los Dos, last week. No score update on that one. They did post some clips and highlights here and there. So I'm going to guess it was a nil-nil draw on that one. Val United FC, they defeated Sun City Astros FC 2-0 at Legacy Sports Park on March 5th. So it's nice to see Val United FC get another win in the preseason belt. Of course, their last preseason game before that, they lost 5-0 to USL championship side Phoenix Rising FC. Back on February 25th. Chattanooga FC, 
they played a closed-door preseason scrimmage against USL championship side Birmingham Legion FC this past weekend. No updates from Michigan Stars FC, but I did see on their Instagram page that they've been in preseason training, so I would expect that they will be making some player announcements very soon. All right, everyone, that will conclude today's show. If you have any comments, feedback, or suggestions, you can send me a direct message on my Twitter page at JT underscore Taylor 88. And if you have any... And if you like the show, you can follow us on our Facebook page at Nisa Today FC. We're also on Instagram at Nisa underscore Today FC and on Twitter at Nisa underscore Today FC. Now, I said at the beginning of the show, I was going to reveal who my interview will be this week. And that person is the head coach of Chattanooga FC, Rod Underwood. He will join the show later this week to give us the latest updates on Chattanooga FC as they prepare for the 2022 season in NISA. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll see you next time.